Next case here on Fontaine Illegal News on Baderbach Stereo relates to another dog bite incident that we uh, want to discuss. In this case, uh, in this uh, um, instance, it happened in uh, Cape Town where there was a person uh, bitten by a, a dog, actually a pit bull. So, uh, yeah, I asked uh, Elmeri to have a look at the decision and uh, share her thoughts on it. But before we do so, uh, Elmeri, maybe we can just recap uh, the case um, that we discussed previously on a program dealing with the liability of owners of dogs or other animals. Uh, so, yeah, please uh, just explain those relevant principles to us again. Yes, Volker. Um, during a previous program, we discussed the court case in which a woman was attacked by a dog at a braai, and she suffered major injuries and her face had to be reconstructed after the attack. And the legal principles we focused on was the Actio de Pauperi, which deals with injuries caused by domesticated animals. And this was also the legal principle that was applied in this lady's case. Now, um, with the Actio de Pauperi, it's important to note that it has entrenched a form of strict liability, and it is liability without fault, meaning that the claimant um, does not have to prove negligence or intent by the, the dog owner. The mere fact that you are the owner of the dog and that your dog acted contrary to its nature when he attacked a person makes you liable for the damages suffered by the victim. And that's basically the crux of the previous program and our discussion. All right. And that, of course, doesn't only apply to dogs, but any other animals as well. But yeah, maybe you can uh, then also share the facts in this uh, pit bull case uh, uh, with us. Yes, um, a very interesting uh, matter that occurred in at a seaside resort in the Western Cape area during December 2013. Now, Fatima Karel says she was a 23-year-old um, at the time of the incident, and she went on a day trip to the seaside resort and was busy swimming and playing with a ball in one of the resort's tide pools. When a pit bull actually saw them playing with a ball, in the swimming pool and he ran to the pool and he jumped in and when he jumped in she screamed and the pit bull then um, attacked her. Now she attempted to fight off the dog but she sustained quite a few serious injuries and she's also now suffering from PTSD. Now with um, the dog owner of the pit bull is Quentin Axtian. Now, he was not at the resort himself when the incident occurred. The pit bull was actually brought to the resort by Dylan Axtian. Now, I'm not sure what the relationship is between Dylan, Dylan and Quentin. I do note that they have the same surname, but so I assume they might be family, but I'm not sure. Now, Dylan brought this pit bull to the resort, knowing that um, dogs were not allowed. And he also had the dog on a leash basically the whole day. And at a certain time, he took the dog off leash. And that was actually when the incident and the attack took place. 
Now, after the um, accident or the incident, Fatima instituted legal proceedings claiming for the damages that she suffered. And um, she not only claimed the damages from the dog owner, um, based on the Actio de Paupery, like I discussed a bit earlier, she actually also held the city of Cape Town, the municipality, liable for the damages that she suffered. And the claim against the municipality was based on the municipality's breach of a legal duty to ensure the safety of visitors to the resort. All right, interesting set of facts. And, and what did the court uh, find? Was uh, She's successful with the claim? Well, before I discuss the court's decision, I hope you don't mind. I would just like to address some of the arguments that were raised um, during the trial, because this gives yeah. a little bit of clarity with regard to the order that the court made. Now, during the trial, it was argued that the municipality did not conduct the necessary and required supervision and access controls at the resort. The municipality only, for example, controlled the main entrance, um, but they failed to control the access of two other entrances, which were unfenced areas. Now, Dylan entered the resort with a dog at one of the unfenced areas of the resort. And no resort official or security guard stopped him from entering the resort. They also didn't address the fact that he had a dog with him. And the municipality was aware of the fact that visitors and dogs entered the resort through the two unmanned and unfenced entrance areas. But they actually failed to take any reasonable steps to prevent it. Now, they were also a lot of law enforcement of officials patrolling the resort and making sure that everyone's safe and, and so forth. But they never addressed the Dylan and actually asked him to remove the dog from the premises. Now, it was actually after the court heard this evidence and after the court then considered the legal principles that the court found that the municipality should be held liable for the damages suffered by Fatima. So the, the court then ordered the, municip the municipality of Cape Town to be liable for Fatima's damages. And they also then ordered that the owner, Quinton, of the, of the pit bull, that he, he has to reimburse 50% of the damages that the municipality pay. He has to reimburse the municipality based on the Actio de Paupery, basically um, based on the fact that he's the owner of the dog and that the dog attacked her. So the municipality had to pay Fatima for the damages. Quentin, the dog owner, had to reimburse the municipality for 50% of the damages suffered, and then the municipality was also liable to pay Fatima's legal costs. So in the case of the municipality, it was um, negligence that uh, was part of the cause of action, uh, delictual yes. claim. Uh, and in the case of the dog owner, as you mentioned, it was strict liability, no? even though there wasn't yes. any negligence on his side. Just as owner of the dog, he was uh, found to be liable. Yes, that's correct. And and Volker, if you remember, I even mentioned that the dog owner wasn't even on the premises or at the resort when the accident occurred. Listen, for uh, listeners, what is the advice that you can give? Don't uh, uh, get a pit bull, I guess, is one of the... <laughs> 
business? I think not, a lot of listeners won't agree with us when we give that type of advice, but um, I think this matter definitely um, serves as a warning to owners of resorts and municipalities um, who owns resorts. And it, it's a warning with regard to their legal duty. Um, they have a legal duty to take all reasonable and necessary steps to ensure that the visitors of their resorts are safe. So owners and resort owners should ensure that visitors strictly adhere to the rules and regulations of the resort, and they should ensure that the safety measures are in place, and most importantly, that it is enforced, because I think this is where the municipality slipped up. There were rules and regulations, but they didn't enforce it properly. And that's my advice also to resort owners, to make sure that you enforce the, the rules and regulations. And then... Um, as I previously advised um, as well, I, it's, it's very important for all pet owners to get personally, personal liability insurance to ensure that you are indeed covered should your pet attack a third party. And it's not always an attack that we foresee. Um, it's not always the pit bulls or the rottweilers that actually attack people. There's other animals as well. So I think it's it's advisable to get some personal liability insurance to cover you in that circumstances. All right. Thank you. Amory. Thank you, Volker. That's all we have uh, time for today. Remember, our email address is info at vvd.co.za. Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, make sure that you tune in again next week, Wednesday, between 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock, and then also on Friday evenings.